Hi, I'm Kira. And I'm Sarah. And And you're you're listening to Decom Mission. Gotta kick it out of here. Gotta. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of like. I'm not even like tired. Like, oh, I want to go to sleep. Okay, I am. I always want to go to sleep. I'm so tired of these middling movies. I was talking yeah. to Sarah before we watched it, and I was like, I have high expectations for this movie because I've I've heard people talk about it and like think look back on it and with you know with positive things to say. I will preface. That this is still probably the best movie we've watched so far this season. Yes. But it's still not a movie but, I'm going to scramble to watch again. Right. The movies we watched so far this season don't set the bar very high. No. <laughs> for being the top. No. And I know that we have left, you know, the bottom of the barrel. But it wasn't on purpose. It's not like we were like, oh, we're going to watch everything front-loaded. I mean, it's yeah. the only... We haven't seen most of these. We didn't know what to expect. Right. Like, the only... Oh, okay. So, like, if if we had watched these movies in alphabetical order, we would have been ending on Xenon, which would have been nice because Xenon is very good. However, we would have been ending on Xenon Z3, which is absolute trash. So, mm-hmm. not great either. But the other thing is that watching the original Xenon was a big boost to this podcast because we watched You Lucky Dog and there was a part of me that was like, Oh gosh! Oh no! We've made a oh, mistake. <laughs> and then we watched yeah. Xenon, and we were like, "Oh, this is incredible! This is there so are great!" Gems. Yeah, yeah. Also, if we would have watched them alphabetically when new ones came out, it would have really bothered me. Oh, would bother me too. Yeah, they were. Yeah, no, same. So I'm glad we did it this way. Yeah. Okay, so we're watch. We watched "Gotta Kick It Up," which is from 2002. It's TVG. It's an hour and 24. So this one's been coming across my like. What's it called? Like you got you suggested my suggested feed. I've also seen so Susan Egan, who was the voice of Megara and Hercules, and uh, Lynn in Spirited Away, and she was the original Belle in the Beauty and Beast. Beauty, oh my God, Beauty and the Beast on Broadway. She's in this movie, and some interview I saw with her was talking about it or something, and so I knew that she was in this movie. Her hair is terrible. I just want to. I just want to say that it's really. It looks like she's wearing a wig. It's so poofy and probably is. I mean, I don't know what her natural hair looks like or did in two thousand. I don't know what it looked like at that point. I know what it looks like now. It's dark. It's not blonde anymore. But it's like. It's so, like, 50s housewife, like, for no reason. It, re- it reminds me of the smart house. What's her name? Like, the ho- the computer. Okay, okay, I'm going to call her Karen, but I know that's just from SpongeBob. <laughs> we'll call her Karen. Yeah, whatever. Um, Karen's the computer in SpongeBob. Um, anyway, so there's also a young America Ferreira in this movie who I love. And people who don't know America Ferreira, she was in Sister of the Traveling Pants and Superstore and Real Women Have Curves. And she's adorable in this movie because she's always adorable. But it just shows how women who have curves were dressed in 2002. Yeah, because so this costume bad. designer had no idea how to dress this poor woman. She was wearing these, like, ill-fitted t-shirts. And then there was one point where Ethan just kept going, It's me, Mario! Because she was wearing oversized overalls and like this red shirt and it was just like come on she's 
got an hourglass figure. Her waist yeah, is so small. Like, come on. You can dress this woman so well. And then, and then we learn that these girls are supposed to be in middle school. Yep. And it's... I don't understand why they didn't just make it a high school dance team. I get that they were probably trying... So this is based on a true story, which is great. No problems there. And I get that they were trying to be, you know close to home for that story but they're supposed to be in ninth grade and it's just like i don't know there was just some suspension of disbelief that i couldn't do for two reasons one there was a lot of talk about college and stuff that was just like this does not feel like middle school conversation and no most people wouldn't be thinking about that in ninth grade no well i I was thinking about in ninth grade but i had an older sister so it's like i was just thinking about it by proxy and two they cast way too old the so the main character of the story's name is Daisy and she's like the best dancer but she's got a bad attitude and blah 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 blah. The woman who plays her was at least twenty five. And that's not me being like, oh she looks twenty five. She was at least twenty five. I didn't look up when this was filmed based on her birthday, but it was released in two thousand and two and she was born in um nineteen seventy six. Yeah, that's wild. I think that's that's the oldest actress or actor we've seen playing a middle school or high school character, maybe I'm, I believe. Maybe I'm terrible at math. Let me just make sure that I'm, I wasn't Double looking at and being really I believe wrong. it, though. Like After you said that, I'm like, okay, I can see how. Like, she probably... They made her look younger, probably with the But I'm pretty, sure, like, I'm pretty sure I saw that Susan Egan was born in 1970. So I was like, oh, yeah, they're six years apart, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And I was like, because 32... <laughs> just, her being 32 made sense. Yeah. Also wild that those two are closer in age than... Then this girl is to actually being the correct <laughs> yeah. age. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's born in 1976. So. Yeah, it's... um, yep. It was distracting. Like, it was distracting to me for this movie. Yeah. And, and then I know that's her, dumb, and but then Daisy's supposed to be dating this guy that's... In high out, school. Like, he's driving like, a car, so he's got to be out. at least 16, yeah. 17. But then she's in middle school. It's, it's like, creepy. It feels weird. It was so creepy. That was the other thing is that they wanted to show this relationship, which honestly, I don't care if it was true or not. It was creepy and did not need to be mm-hmm. in this movie. And I honestly, for a good part of it, was expecting Daisy to be revealed that Daisy got pregnant. Like, I yeah. genuinely like was expecting special. that. Yeah. No, I genuinely yeah. thought it was going to be yeah. an after school special. And there's this whole... I'll read the blurb in a second. But there's also this whole through line that Daisy kind of gets scouted for a performing arts school. And, like, so that, honestly, I was like, oh, she's going to get pregnant. She can't go to this performing arts school. Like, the... But, okay, okay. So, it's from 2002, hour 24, TVG. It's drama, coming of age, and dance. Sure. Those are fine. But not sports. Can't be sports if it's got dance in it. Yeah, dance isn't a sport. Of course not. Okay. When their coach retires, the girls of Marshall Middle School's dance team are crushed. They might not be able to participate in their favorite activity anymore. But when new biology teacher Miss Bartlett agrees to be their coach, the dancing divas. What? No, no. Oh no, Is that's so divas? racist. Okay, the dancing divas must give it their all in the latest competition and see if they can sway, step, and strut all the way to the championship. That's a microaggression. Yeah. So I even if it like it, this might have been written by someone of you know Latina heritage. That's very very possible. But to an unknowing eye, the dancing divas referring to a group of Latina women. Yeah. Not great. Not great. <laughs> not great. 
Oh, man. Okay. Well, so Susan Egan is this white, blonde, young teacher who comes to teach at this inner city school in Southern California. And um, the principal is a jerk. And it's this movie is basically Bring It On meets Stand and Deliver. <laughs> Which I haven't seen, but apparently need to watch. I am so sure you were in that class that we watched Stand and I... Deliver probably was i feel like if i showed you your clips from it you'd far be like, oh. better than mine and i don't remember a lot of high school we were so. sarah and i were in a, in a in a spanish class in high school where we watched a telenovela and i can't remember what that one was don't called but that. i do remember watching it every week yeah we watched it once a week and we had this class every day so we watched it once a week it was on fridays that we watched it, i'm pretty yep. sure and then yep, I remember that our teacher had surgery and was gone for like a month. And over that month, we watched all of Stand and Deliver and maybe one other movie. Um, I don't remember it. I, maybe I'd remember if I watched it again. Maybe. But I just had this very, very strong memory of watching that movie and being in that class and going, this feels wrong. This feels <laughs> like we shouldn't be watching this movie in Maybe this that's why class. I don't Maybe I tried to erase it from my memory because it's I was not, scarred. It's not a white savior movie. It's a good movie, but it's like, it's just odd that we're just, it's just like, well, you're taking a Spanish class, so you should be watching this movie about an inner city high school of, of you know, Latina kids learning how to do calculus. That's what you should watch in this Spanish class. Not something like a movie in Spanish with the, the English subtitles oh. on or something. No, of course not. No. I just, oh my gosh. Anyway. So, Susan Egan comes, and I didn't, I didn't even hear that their old dance teacher retired. I don't even know who they learned that Susan Egan's character, Miss Bartlett, was a dancer. Um, so, they convince her to be the new dance team teacher, coach, whatever. Coach, yeah. Um, and she's got she's to, gotta, you know, teach Daisy to get rid of her stupid attitude because she's, you know, a teenager and wants to do whatever she wants. Whatever. Um, and they go to a competition and they totally bomb it. And so they have to come back and like learn how to do things from scratch or whatever. And there's this whole through line uh, with the girls versus the coach being like, you don't trust us. Well, I don't trust you. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then they just magically fix it when Miss Bartlett tells the story of how she went to Juilliard, but <laughs> oh, she dropped so out because everyone else just seemed so much better better than her and her imposter syndrome was just too bad after one week and i kira had such a better theory for why she was so opposed to expressing her past with dance (laughs) i thought and i was genuinely like when's it gonna come out that her whole dance team died or even that like her dance like her dance team coach who was super important to her died like something something yeah. that was like some sort of ptsd that caused her to yeah black out dance withhold from, from her girls. mind yeah. and not want to do it instead she for just a long, long couldn't time. cut it at juilliard that's what i'm supposed to feel bad for her about that she yeah. couldn't and cut not it that at juilliard and not even that someone else told her she couldn't cut it but she doubted herself and dropped out right yeah it was like poor little rich girl like it was genuinely like this is supposed to make daisy feel better for her if i was daisy i would go you got into Juilliard and you dropped out and now you're taking it out on a bunch of middle school girls. Get over yourself. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, like this movie was fine up to that point. Like it was a little boring, but it was fine. That honestly bumped it down a lot for me. 
Because right. that was ridiculous. And it's nothing against Susan Egan's acting. She did a perfectly fine job. She did the best she could with the script. But that was preposterous. And even if that was the real reason, change it. It's a movie. Make it more interesting. Yep. Just like you can change that it's middle school and change the setting to be like sophomore or junior year of high school. I think the thing is know. that they really wanted it to be like Daisy was getting into this performing arts high school. I guess. It could have been a college. Yeah. It could have been a college. Get a scholarship to college. It's also more, it's more common for people to go to performing arts colleges and performing arts programs in colleges than to go to a performing arts high school. Like, that's not a thing that's around in a lot of places. And also... Maybe change it and she goes for Juilliard and then... Oh my God. That would have been interesting. Yeah. If it's like, well, I'm going to cut it at Juilliard. You know, you can't do anything. I... Even if it was just like a summer program, like something, it was just like, who cares if it's not the actual truth? The end of this movie was one paragraph. I'll get to that in a second. Okay, so anyway, so they go through these competitions and then they get to, they have to go to regionals or they get to go to regionals. And so they have to, and they have to make the money to go to regionals because there's not enough money in the budget. And they have a car wash and they make the money and they get new uniforms and then they go to regionals or sectionals or whatever. I can't remember which one it was. And they get second or whatever. And you learn this because at the end of the movie... There's a little blurb posted on the TV that just says, the Marshall High Middle School dance team got second at regionals and they went on to nationals. Yeah, but they don't tell you didn't tell how you they, they did, did, what happened. Which makes me think that they didn't even place in nationals. And also, what's the point of this story then? Yeah. Like, like what was interesting enough to make this into a movie? Right. It seems like it's very autobiographical. And it's like, you can make a movie out of nothing. Like, you can make a movie out of kicking a pebble across the street if you really wanted to. So it's not yeah. like there was nothing they could do with a story like this. But it really felt like someone was like, I was on dance team in middle school and we got a new coach. And it was really hard for a while. And she dropped out of Juilliard because and it was she couldn't a big cut it. deal. <laughs> This movie is also a white savior movie. Like, it's a white savior movie. Oh, yeah. And I just, I, yeah. it, 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 it's old. I know that in 2002, people didn't quite know what white savior was, myself included, because I was, you know, nine. Ten. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I just, there's also. It's, uh, it's hard looking back at it now. Like, ooh, that's rough. That's. And I wanted this movie to be great. I was really excited because I was like, ooh. A dance team movie where these girls like yeah. these girls are all friends and they're all really tight and there's no real like sorry divaing between the girls actually on no. the squad which that like there's no catfighting there's none of that like on the squad which that I love maybe like that the I little like cat fight that they had when um they thought Miss Bartlett was gonna be leaving her job but that wasn't really to a take cat a new fight job. that was them being like no I it, it was you. just she doesn't it was like, yeah it was a weird drama that so was not necessary stupid drama where Miss Bartlett gets a call from like her old dot com company or whatever being like come work for us you're so good and then the girls over here on the phone and she's turning down the job but they think that she's taking a job and then she's like I'm not taking it and they're like oh my god yay it's so dumb so 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 Anyway, but I did appreciate that the girls were all friends through the whole thing. There's five main girls. There's Daisy, Yolanda, who's um, America Ferreira's character, Marisol, Alyssa, and I cannot remember the girl. Alyssa's the one who's got rad parents. I love her parents. But there's the girl who has the dancer music box, and I can't remember her name. Oh, is that Esmeralda? Yes, that's Esme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Okay. And in the beginning, you're you're shown inside like insights into 
three and a half of them. We never get to see Marisol, like, outside of school, which is a bummer, because I think Marisol could have been really interesting, and she's never actually given any time. And she's mm-hmm. the one that, like, is not, a, like, like, is still learning English. Like, she's very interesting. And then Esme, in the beginning, you get to see her with her family and, like, how she, like, loves dance so much, and it's, like, the one thing that she wants to do, And but she has to, like, babysit her brother all the time, and she has to, like, cook dinner when her mom's not home. And then that through line is just dropped. It's mm-hmm. just straight up dropped. Like, you don't see her parents ever again. You don't see her family. And it was like, this was, I was rooting for this girl. I really wanted to see her story go through. And then Alyssa, you see her parents. And so you get to see this one side of Alyssa where she's like the good girl. And she really wants to go, you know, get into a good school. And like, she's doing these extracurriculars. And she's kind of the nerd of the group. But that's kind of it. And I was like, mm, we could have done more here. And then, you know, you never see Daisy outside of, you know, her her dancing and then her relationship with Chewie, her boyfriend who's in high school and drives and whatever and she fixes yeah. him also i forgot to mention uh oh, she causes him to go back to high forget? school um no longer a dropout yeah and you never see anything from yoli besides the fact that she's failing math and if she's failing math she can't be on the dance team and so when they have the car wash she has an extracurricular where if she counts all the money correctly she'll get a d and she'll be able to go I and that's all fine i'm like is this a ninth grade extra credit project just to so count the weird. money from a car wash yeah but if she counts okay. it wrong how are they gonna it. i mean miss barley could just straight up within like oh yeah she counted it she yeah did it. anyway weird Anyway, I'm going to read the small blurb before I forget, oh, yeah. since we didn't do it earlier. I can really forget. Small blurb is just, a new coach and her middle school dance team surprise all their doubters. That's it. Sure. I'm not sure who was doubting them besides the principal. Like, the principal was just I... like, you gotta, you gotta treat these kids that don't, don't get in gangs. That's why yeah. I coached a basketball team. And it's like, okay, dude. Maybe the audience from their first competition since they were so bad and then they magically got better in the course of like two weeks they wouldn't remember yeah i don't think they really had any doubters no this movie made me want to watch bring it on though because that movie is absolute trash but i watched it so much that i like know so much about it it's not not a good thing but it was just like their 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 dance team outfits are like very very similar to with some of the ones in bring it on and i was just like also okay i'm dumb i'm gonna preface that first off this just dance team this version of dance team at least from what i could see really just felt like floor cheerleading which i know that is kind of what dance team is and that's not a bad thing i'm not saying it like a, it's a bad thing but their routines were so short and, like, I couldn't... And then they'd, like, cheer at some points. And yeah, they there were pom-poms. cheers. And there were pom-poms. And I thought that was a cheer thing and not a dance I'm, team thing. But yeah. maybe that was just our dance team in school. I don't... I don't know. No, but, like, my dance but team yeah, in college it did seem more was like the same way. Where it was, like they, would dance, like, they would dance at sporting events. But they were... It was, like, a pumping up thing. But they weren't cheering. And their outfits did not look like cheerleader outfits. So maybe a dance team has just evolved in the last 20 years. But yeah, yeah, I was I I was confused. Yeah. Anyway, let's start with the test of time because this movie does not stand the test of time for no. a multitude of reason, reasons. One, it looks dated. It looks really it dated. Yeah, it, and a lot of the language is pretty dated too. Yeah. Yo, music. that's tight. <laughs> We're gonna bump it. <laughs> oh gosh, the music is dated. The dance moves are dated. 
you know, there's the white savior aspect that makes it not dated, mm-hmm. like, or that makes it super dated, <laughs> not dated. Oh gosh, I mean, kind of because there's still so much white savior nonsense. But <sighs> I don't even know what to relate it to because no, I was like, I as I know what to relate it to in regards to the moral, but I yeah. Mm. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's less racist than Brink. But I give Brink a There's five. That. How did I give Brink a five? You gave Brink a uh, five five. I don't know what our reasoning was. My gosh. What's wrong with us? I think it's because we. it was like, it stood the test of time because people like it. And I'm like, that's a dumb reason. I'm not doing that reason anymore. <laughs> uh I am I am feeling that I just want to give it the same as Brink, though, because it's like, there's just something... Uh, maybe I want to get a tiny bit more than Brink, though. Maybe I want to give it, like, a 525. Oh, gosh, I have to swap at 525. I have Smart House at 525, which is too high for that movie, too. Yeah, I was looking at um, Smart House, just because I had brought it up earlier, too. What did I have that one at? A 5.75? I think my other thing is that, yes, the moral is something that we rate separately, but there's kind of like an overall message that's not the moral. I'm trying to think of a better way to phrase this, that like a movie is trying to to show. It's more like, why was this movie made? And like, who is the audience for this movie? Less so than like, what is this movie trying to teach you? So not the message necessarily, but more like the audience resonance that it's trying to hit and i don't Mm -hmm. know who it's trying to reach and that's i think a failing on it where if uh, if it was for middle school girls i think it missed the mark because it felt too old and if it Mm -hmm. was for high school girls it missed the mark because it felt too young with them being in middle school so i think there was just kind of a misstep in regards to a lot of this movie's creation yeah or was it for Adults who dropped out of college. Because they couldn't hack it at Juilliard. Yep. (laughs) Also, she's supposed to be, like, in her late 20s or 30s. So it's been at least 10 years since this Juilliard nonsense. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have Motocrossed and Smart House at a 5.75. Ooh, Motocrossed Which is is just above Brink. Yeah, what did I give Motocrossed? And I'm going to put this one at a 5.75. And then down the line, as we've been talking about, I'll figure out which one I want on top out of the 5.75s. Motocross is a good is a good one to do. Because I was just trying to think of what... Oh, I guess Brink is from 98. Wow. I keep thinking that this is also from 98. I'm like, yeah, it's so old. But it's not. Motocross... I have a lot of 5.75s. I have a Den Brother at a 5.75 too. I have Motocross at a 5.5. And I want to give this the same as Motocross. Because there's just something where it's like, the message here would be really great, but who is this for and mm-hmm. there's a lot of missteps and it makes me a little mm-hmm. angry and it's like motocross overall i think is a worse movie but just because the character none of the characters are likable there, there's at least likable characters in this movie but uh yeah okay fine same as motocross i don't care yep moral 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 i know is like basically the same as uh double teams just like teamwork makes the dream work or like yep. you know you gotta learn to respect each other you know 
don't don't go behind your teacher's back to go do a competition, you know. Right. Sometimes you have to set your ego aside to work, you know, to be the best you can be. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's definitely something along those lines. I didn't even write down anything really related to that. I don't know why. <laughs> I only wrote down when Alyssa's dad, well, I guess both of her parents were talking about like trying to pep him up after their first terrible competition. Oh, yeah. And he was like, oh, Rome wasn't built on a day. And then... On a day? Uh, in, in a day. <laughs> Rome was like, wasn't built in a day. <laughs> it was built on a day. Uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. And then Miss Bartlett's dance song when she was oh dancing in the gym on a Saturday. And it kept saying, like, don't give up or something, like, over and over again. Yeah, so it might I thought be... it was going to be like, don't give up. Like, it was Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. But it's definitely more teamwork related. I feel like there is an that. aspect to it that's also like practice makes improvement, which practice makes perfect mm-hmm. is stupid. And I don't want to say it more, but practice makes improvement. I do like, and since they never are quote unquote perfect. So I feel like, I mean, if there's like a mix of like teamwork makes the dream work plus practice makes perfect or practice makes improvement. So it's like, you know. Yeah. I like the mix of the two. Yeah. So it's like, you know. teamwork work with your team and you can achieve your great best. things yeah <laughs> yeah work as a team like and that. you can achieve great things yeah 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 Gr- even if it's, it's not even work as a team but like grow as a team because mm, they, i like it they, they yep. don't necessarily not work together but they're working very like their 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 improvement and their growth is all very kind of like individualized in the beginning so, yeah, grow as a team and you'll achieve great things. I like that. That's fine. It's fine. I think the moral here is is substantially better than the the um the double teamed one. The double teamed one and not yeah. and 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 even just better than the test of time is what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I need to say double teamed I have it at 5.5 and I think this is better than that. What? But it's so good. I have it at a 6.25. What's wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. Um Right on track, I have, it's not about winning, it's about being the best person you can. But I have it at an 8.5, and I don't think this is as good as an 8.5. No, I'm trying to find ones in my 7 range that I yeah. want to compare it to. Luckily, I always have it at a 7.75, which is everybody has bad luck, but you can make it better if you find the luck inside of yourself. Which... This... And then I have even Stevens at a 7.5, which is family's what you make of it, blood or not. I feel like it's around that area. I'm trying to see if I have an 8, but I want... I don't know. Because it's like, I... I spelled yourself wrong in Wendy Wu. Why did nobody tell me? I remember the moral of Luck of the Irish being the best part of the movie for that movie as well. Which is yeah. why I want to give it the same as Luck of the Irish and a 7.75. Because, like, both of those movies are not... They're not bad movies. They're just missing something. And I'm saying this with, like, a knife in my gut about Luck of the Irish. Because y- y'all know. I had it on DVD. <laughs> I know. VHS. I loved it. But it's... There is just a layer to these movies that's just missing. There's a bit of coasting that these movies both have. Yeah, and I we just... Wanna, we want a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, I have a luck of the Irish, get a clue. 
They're all in my seven and a half ranking. Do I have any other seven and a halves? I'm surprised I don't have more seven and a halves. Well, I guess this will also be a seven and a half. Sure. Hooray. Ooh. Oh, there's one. Xenon the sequel. Fight, fight for what you think is right. Xenon's sure. sequel. So I said that this is the best movie that we've watched so far. I still agree with that. I'm not going to go back and go. No, I'm, I lied. But it's not that much better than the Jet Jackson movie. It kept my attention better throughout it. Because the Jet Jackson movie, I was tapping out about 75% yeah. of the way. And this one, I was like, okay, whatever. You're watching the whole thing. So it's better than that. But I don't think it's a B-. minus. No, I'm trying to remember. Did I give Jet Jackson a... What did I give it? I think you gave it a C and I gave it a C minus. I think that's what happened. Yeah, I think I did give it the lowest C, didn't I? I'm pretty sure you gave it the lowest C and I gave I gave it I gave it what did I I give me uh, where my C minus is cuz then I can remember. I'm pretty sure yeah, cuz I gave it a C minus. I'm pretty sure I gave it a 41 or like a 42 or something. Yeah, yep, and then I gave it a 43, which is what I have zombies at. Yep. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, so I want to yeah, give this I don't want to give this Yeah, I don't want to give it a B level either, no. so I'm also going to do a C plus. But where do I want to put it? Can of Worms is also a C plus. 52. I have, I have Pixel Perfect at a C plus at 52, which you have at C minus cuz I was very kind. And this is better than Pixel Perfect. I okay, I have a soft spot for Pixel Perfect because it is terrible. And there's a part of me that actually almost is like, I think Pixel Perfect might be an F movie. But <laughs> I think that there's just too the much. Dancing alone. There's just, yeah, genuinely. There's just, and the thing where she like goes out in the rain and then electrocutes herself or whatever. <laughs> yes. But it's, there's a little bit too much of a nostalgia in there where I was like, yeah, no, I just really like the movie. Um, so it's better than, this is better than Pixel Perfect. Where am I? I have a lot of C pluses. Wow. Oh, Bad gosh. Hair Day. Good luck, Charlie. It's Christmas and Camp Rock. It's not as good as Camp Rock. No. And it's, so it's probably not as good as Princess Protective Program. Yeah, I'm thinking like one step below Princess Protection Program, but a 55 is probably what I'm going to do. I've also got Can of Worms and Wizards of Baby Blade Place. But Can of Worms is lower. Oh, yeah, Motocross. I have it a 56. Ooh, I've hmm. got I've got motocrossed, I think, at a lower. You have it at a B minus. I have it at a lower, Sarah. I hated that movie. I didn't give it a B minus. How dare you say that to me while I'm looking at myself giving it a B minus? <laughs> <laughs> I I can understand why I gave it a B minus. Because there was a time in the first couple of seasons of this movie, this movie, this series, where I really didn't want to go against the fold and upset people and be like this is a movie that people look back on and i'm not saying the motocross isn't a b minus i i think i gave it the lowest b minus maybe nope the, the second 60. the second lowest the opposite yeah, the 60 and the lowest is 59 so like i'm not I'm not mad about it, but I have a feeling that motocross is going to get dumped into the C-plus range when we do our <laughs> overall, because, like, it it hasn't been sitting well with me, and there's just so much. It's supposed to be this feminist movie, and, like, this is a feminist movie. Like, this, I will say, is a feminist movie. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's not... 
Monogrost is very much a, like, hey, she's a girl, but whatever, guys, we're cooler. Yep, yeah. I'm a bad dad. But for now, I'm fine with giving this a 55. I'm not going to worry. I'm, t- <laughs> I'm just, like, giving up. I'm not, I'm not going to worry too much about, like, being super fickle about what my actual rankings are. I'm like, oh, well, I'm going to yeah, fix it all in, like, six months. So, yep. It'll not even. Up. Probably in like what two three months. Oh no! I guess we're we going. Actually... We're going to at least April. Don't you oh, read the gosh, sheet, I Sarah? No I added all the dates. <laughs> gosh, I should read it. Even though I need to change it because I, <laughs> we are now going to be in a different time, but it's fine. Yeah. I mean, this was. I it's really just the jet jacks. What I want to do with this? I think I might put this at a fifty-four for now, because I do want it to be under Camp Rock, which I have at a fifty-five. But it's still above can of worms, and that's fine. Okay, 54 C+. Sorry, you're doing what I was saying through your heart for a uh, while. <laughs> 54 C+. Okay, so you're doing, yeah, doing a notch below me. Yeah. I wanted more from this movie. I wanted it to be better. I was really, like, it's not the worst, and it's got some good messages also, like, buried in there. Like I said, it's a very feminist movie, and it's women power, but it's also, like, not, because they're also, like, fighting amongst each other. But, well, not amongst each other, like, on the team, like, the the coach versus the the girls, and it's just like, oi, and then... uh, (laughs) Yeah, there was potential, which we say about a lot of these. It's like, oh, if you just changed a little bit, you'd be there. I do think it's funny that... These are almost the exact opposite ends of the spectrum that we are going from this movie to the next movie for next week being Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. I really don't know anything about that movie. I don't either. (laughs) Apparently Ethan used to watch it all the time, so that'll be interesting. But I know that it's by... I'm not going to look it up right now because that's a treat for next time. But it's from one of the directors who did a bunch of them. Like I think it's from the same one that did um, Stuck in the Suburbs or whatever. So I just it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I we we I tell you I just Oy vey. I don't want these episodes to be short. Like it's not me being out here being like I'm <laughs> done with the show. I don't want to do any we more. We want to talk about an amazing movie or it's, one that's so bad. We have so much to talk about. It's hard. It's hard when you have a lot of the same. Like it's mm-hmm. it's really hard when you have a lot of just kind of mundane crap. And not that these are crap. And that was mean. But it's like, when you just have a lot of the same, it's hard to find your way to talk about new things. And unless we pull things from the outside and go off on total tangents, like, we're not going to have much new to talk about. Because we're yeah. tired. We're tired. And we want a, we want a movie that's... Uh, God, I just want Eddie's Eddie Million Dark got to be an F. Like, I just want to... Yeah. I just want, we need something to revive us. I need... Yeah, I'm, bur- Lift our I'm burnout, man. I'm so burnout. I'm burnout in life. I'm burnout in this podcast. I'm burnout everywhere. I'm just It's crispy. the holiday weekend. It's the holiday weekend. I finally have like an actual substantial. I was saying like a lot this episode. I'm sorry. I have a substantial collection of Christmas records now. There's still a couple that I want that I don't have. But I had already the Chipmunks Christmas album and the Gene Autry Christmas album, which were very important to me growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I still want Burl Ives' Holly Jolly Christmas. The Muppets and John Denver, um, and there was a Muppets Christmas Carol record that was released, and in the time frame that it was released, and Ethan went to look, which was like an hour, it was already sold out, 
So I want that oh. desperately. I should look at my Christmas records and see which ones I have. I haven't brought them out yet this year. It's so I late. Forget. I forget which ones I have. I just They're just in my record. If I have any of those, I'll send you a picture. They're just on my <laughs> shelf. But I got an Andy Williams one and a Nat King Cole one. I have that one. one. I know that. I want the Nat King. It's not his like actual Christmas album. It's got some like weird chorus bits mixed in, but it's got like it's mixed in with the actual recordings of his like Caroling Caroling and the Christmas song and God Rest You Merry Gentlemen and all that good stuff. So that's very good. Um, I really like Christmas as a good Jew should. Um, I celebrate commercial Christmas as I call it, where there's Santa and songs and movies and presents and that's it because. That's good for the economy. Yeah. Um, and it's just fun to spend time with your family. Yeah, and, and food and stuff. Get yeah. each other gifts and eat good food. And I love snow. Have pretty lights in your house. I'm a, I'm a commercial Christmas person myself. I just really like atmosphere. And yeah. holidays are a lot about atmosphere. And that's why I love the atmosphere of Halloween, the atmosphere mm-hmm. of Christmas. Thanksgiving atmosphere is usually just tense families who don't want to spend time together. So that's why Thanksgiving right. and I are not the greatest of friends. Um, but I just I just like it. There's another Christmas yeah. album that I bought and I can't remember. Oh, it's like a Disney chorus one. I haven't listened to it yet. But there's like Chip and Dale and Donald Duck sing the the Chipmunk song. So that sounds really cute. I, I have to listen, listen to it. I forgot to I forgot to test it out, to whip it out. But yeah, so I know that this is coming out later. I know that we didn't wish everyone a happy holidays beforehand. We might have in the Jet Jackson one, but it's coming out later too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Because my internet. We, we hope everyone had a good holiday. My internet. <laughs> a couple of weeks wiped. On the Tuesday, so I normally edit on Tuesdays and then we release on Wednesdays, and my internet wiped to the point where, like, it was a full spectrum outage. We love spectrum. Thank you, Daddy Spectrum. Um, And it was out for, like, the entire day, and I couldn't download Sarah's audio, and we had already talked about it in the episode, just releasing the episode after New Year's, and I was like, screw it. That's what we're doing. Yeah, it was up in the air, so now you guys know it came out after the holidays. I had no internet until, like... 5 or 6 p.m. And by that point, I was like, I'm just, I just want to veg in front of my TV and like, you know, watch the, watch the internet filled things that I couldn't watch during the day. And I had an interview that day and I had to go take it in a park. I have a very funny story, actually. So I didn't have any internet. I didn't know what I was going to do for this interview. And I couldn't go to like an office and the library near me has like one study room and you can't book it online. And I was like, if I go there, I won't have time to like come back. Because it what my, my internet went out at like 1045 and my interview was at noon. And if you want to go anywhere in LA, it takes 20 minutes, even if it's like block and mm-hmm. halfway. So like I, if I was going to go to the, the library. It was going to take me you know, like 15 minutes to get there, figure things out, and then another 15 minutes to get back. So that's that's a half hour if things didn't work out. Um, and then I would have to make sure that things worked at the coffee shop. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to... And the other thing is my internet came on for like 15 minutes and I was like, oh, it's fixed. It's fixed. Yeah. Well, it's not fixed. And then it went back. Yeah. So uh, I went to the coffee shop and then on the corner because they have internet and there's like an outside spot and I was like, I'll just take it here. And I check outside, and when I get there, and I was like, okay, cool, there's, like, an area in the back. I'll just take it over there. I go inside. I get my iced chai. I come back out, and there's a woman who had sat down, not where I wanted to sit, but, like, close enough to the vicinity. And I was like, okay. And I go, and I sit down. <laughs> and this is not making fun of this woman for her problems. It's not making fun of it. It's just, it's just the situation being so funny. 
I sit down and she's on the phone, fine. And then all of a sudden she just goes, well, my mom's drinking again. And I was yeah, like, like clearly <laughs> in the middle of a very important conversation either, that you don't want to have your interview in the middle of. No, either she was talking to her therapist or treating somebody else as her therapist. And I was like, okay. And then she starts going, all I want to do is plan my wedding. But now she wants to be involved. And she started crying. And I was like, oh, this is so intense. But also, it's I just want to listen. Like, I, I if I take this interview here, I just, I'm going to, both of myself and my interviewer are just going to want to be listening to this woman talking about her problems. And it was like, yeah. it, it was just one of those moments where it was like this is so funny like this is so funny that this is happening not that this what's happening to this woman is funny but that the situation itself is happening where i'm about to take a job interview and this woman is crying about how her mother's drinking problem has resurfaced and she wants to just plan her wedding like i was just yeah. like it was so so funny of a situation so i find like after a while I was like trying i was like trying to set up my phone so that like and the sun was glaring in and i'm pretty sure i like stood up and like made a little bit of a noise and was just like i can't be here and so i like left and i bolted <laughs> to this park that's like up the street from my apartment and that's where I took my interview and it went well um and I want to follow up but it was just very funny and I was like out of breath when I got to the park because I was like, like speed walking because I'm a very things slow we take walker. for granted good internet at home oh I've never had good internet at home because again I have spectrum thank you daddy spectrum we love you so much you are so good to us you are not terrible all the time I hate Spectrum. Anyway, yeah. that's my that was my Tuesday, and that is why there was no episode because it was an eventful day. And we just—it's good to take some time off. Uh, right. Ethan, take some time off. <laughs> what? Oh, I just—if Ethan's listening, I'm telling him to take some time oh, off. Oh yeah, my stupid fiance take does time not off. take time off on his podcast. They do not schedule time off. And we like a good crazy. couple weeks off for the holidays, for vacations. No, they just scramble. They also don't like to be any time ahead, which like that I can understand, sure, with the nature of their podcast, whatever. But they do not give themselves any breaks. And I'm just like, guys, guys, you got to give yourself time. Recuperate. Yeah. You're burning yourselves out. Come on. Come on. Anyway, okay. Um, so next week is Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. And, uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it's a good one. We'll see if it's an F, an A, or another mediocre one. God, I Even a B would be good. Even a B would be fine. Oh, yes. Even a B. Even a B. A B. Eddie's Million Dollar Book-Off. No C's here. I'd watch a DCOM about a book-off. People just, oh, like, reading it. the best books of their life. So it's trademarked, because book-off is a, is a chain of bookstores oh is it yeah well, it's japanese a japanese mind. bookstore that they exist out here too but now you know the more you know maybe that's my super short show anyway okay so we'll see you for the next one uh, t- uh learn a dance oh yeah we need to do we got no mission so we're taking so much of a break we don't have anything for you yeah, guys to learn, do this week learn a dance and um wash your car uh, actually, that's good because, well, it's too cold for me to wash my car yes, right now, please. but it's going to be filled with salt and I know I need to wash it off. So thank you for reminding me. Wash your car. If you're in the Midwest or anywhere else that's cold in the country, wash it when it's a little warmer than negative 30. No, do it now. More fun. <laughs> You'll More be challenge. stuck inside your car. Yeah. Frozen shut. Love it. 
Anyway, I probably won't clean my car, to be perfectly honest, because it's a pain in the butt with where my parking spot is in my garage, because I'm wedged between another car and a wall, and there's nowhere to even, like, open my doors. But anyway, maybe I'll take it outside. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Cool. All right. Talk to you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye.